Part One of Scolia on the Incarnation of the Only Begotten. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scolia on the Incarnation of the Only Begotten by Saint Cyril, Bishop of Alexandria, translated by Reverend Philip Edward Pusey. Part One, Articles One through Eleven. 1. What is Christ? The name Christ hath neither the force of a definition, nor does it denote the essence of any of what kind it is, as, for example, a man, or a horse, or an ox, but it rather makes declaration of a thing wrought. For some of them of old were anointed with oil, as then pleased God, and the anointing was a token to them of kingdom prophets too were spiritually anointed with the holy ghost so as thence too to be named christ and the blessed david sings in the person of god and says touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm the prophet habakkuk too says thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people to save thy christ but in regard of christ the saviour of all we say that an anointing took place yet neither symbolic as though done with oil nor as for the grace of prophet's office nor yet that which is understood as in destination for the achievement of aught such as we say took place in the case of cyrus who reigned over the persians and medes for he led an army against the land of the babylonians god almighty over all instigating him thereto for it was said thus saith the lord to cyrus my christ whose right hand i held albeit the man was an idolater he was called christ by reason of being as it were anointed king by the decree from above and foreordained by god to mightily subdue the land of the babylonians but this rather do we say since on account of the transgression in adam sin hath reigned against all and then the holy ghost fled away from the human nature and it came therefore to be in all ill and it needed that by the mercy of god it mounting up to its pristine condition should be accounted worthy of the spirit the only begotten word of god became man and appeared to them on earth with body of earth and was made free from sin that in him alone the nature of man crowned with the glories of sinlessness should be rich in the holy ghost and thus be reformed unto god through holiness for thus does the grace pass through to us too having for its beginning christ the firstborn among us and therefore does the blessed david teaching us sing to the son thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness therefore god thy god anointed thee with the oil of gladness the son therefore has been anointed like us in human wise with the praises of sinlessness as i said the nature of man having in him been made illustrious and now become worthy of partaking of the holy ghost no more departing as at the beginning but delighting to dwell therein 
wherefore it is also written that the spirit soared down upon christ and hath abode upon him christ therefore is the word of god called who because of us and as we is man and in servant's form both anointed as man after the flesh and anointing divinely with his own spirit them that believe on him two how we must understand emmanuel god the word is named emmanuel because he laid hold of the seed of abraham and like as partook of flesh and blood now emmanuel is interpreted with us is god but we confess that the word of god was with us not locally for in what place is god not who fills all things nor because he is seen to come to us by way of aid for thus was it said to jesus as i was with moses so i will be with thee too but because he was made in our condition that is to say in human nature without forsaking his own nature for the word of god is unchangeable in nature but why was it when it was said to jesus as i was with moses so i will be with thee that he was nevertheless not called emmanuel this is the reason even though he be said to be with any of the saints we therefore say that he god the word became with us at that time of which baruch says he did show himself upon earth and conversed with men and found out all the way of instruction and gave it to jacob his servant and to israel his beloved for he is our god and there shall none other be accounted of in comparison with him as far then as pertained to his being god by nature he was not with us for incomparable is the difference between godhead and manhood and exceeding great the difference of the natures and therefore was the divine david calling to mystic relationship god the word who had not as yet come to us and saying in spirit why hast thou departed far from us o lord despises us in season in tribulation therefore he departed not from us but was with us who while he remained what he was took hold of the seed of abraham as i said received moreover the form of a servant and was beheld as man upon the earth but christ and emmanuel signify to us the same son the one because he was anointed as we in human wise receiving the spirit for the nature of man in himself first for he is set forth as the first beginning of the race himself again anointing as god with the holy ghost those who believe in him the other because he was with us in the way i have explained whereof the prophet isaiah tells us saying behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name emmanuel for when the holy virgin conceived out of the holy ghost but bare according to the flesh a son then too was he called emmanuel for the incorporeal was with us by carnal birth and that took place which was told by david god shall appear openly our god and shall not be silent in that i deem 
I who speak am at hand. For the word spake through the prophets as yet unembodied. He came embodied. 3. What is Jesus? By the force of the ideas whereby we are bound to speak of one Son of God, Christ and Emmanuel and Jesus are the same, and this name too from the fact, for he shall save, it says, his people from their sins. For just as the name Emmanuel meant that the word of God through his birth of a woman was made with us, and Christ again, that made man, he is said to be anointed as we in human wise. So to Jesus, that he saved us, his people, which specially proves him to be truly God and by nature Lord of all. For the creature is not said to belong to a mere man, but rather it will be fit to say that all things are the only begotten's, even though he was made man some one haply will say yet the people of israel were called moses to this we will say the people was called gods and that was true but because they passed into revolt and made a calf in the desert they were dishonoured of god he vouchsafed not any more to call them his people but made them over to a man not so we for we are jesus own in that he is god and all things created through him for so saith david for he hath made us and not we ourselves we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand and himself again says of us my sheep hear my voice and they follow me and again and other sheep i have which are not of this fold them also i must bring and there shall be one fold one shepherd and he bade to the blessed peter simon son of jonas lovest thou me feed my lambs four why the word of god was called man the word out of god the father was called man albeit by nature god in that he partook of blood and flesh like we for thus was he seen of those on the earth and not letting go what he was but assuming human nature like us perfect as regards itself yet in human nature too hath he remained god and lord of all by nature and in truth begotten of god the father and this the most wise paul most clearly shows us for he says the first man is of the earth earthy the second man the lord out of heaven albeit the holy virgin hath borne the temple united to the word yet is emmanuel said to be and rightly out of heaven for from above and out of the essence of god the father was his word begotten yet he descended unto us when he was made man yet thus too he is from above and john testified saying of him he that cometh from above is above all and christ himself saith to the people of the jews ye are from beneath i am from above and again i am not of this world albeit he was as man called part of the world yet therewith also was he above the world as god 
for we remember that he plainly says and no man hath ascended up to heaven but he that came down from heaven the son of man but we say that the son of man came down from heaven by an economic union the word allotting to his own flesh the endowments of his glory and god befitting excellency five in what way the word of god is said to have been emptied god the word full by nature and in every way perfect and distributing out of his own fullness his own goods to the creature we say was emptied in no wise wronged in his own proper nature nor changed so as to become otherwise nor made in aught inferior for incontrovertible and unchangeable is himself also even as he who begat him and never may he be capable of passion but when he was made flesh that is to say man he made as he said i will pour forth my spirit upon all flesh the poverty of human nature his own first in that he was once made man albeit he remained god next in that he took the form of a servant who is in his own nature free as son and while he is himself the lord of glory he is said to receive glory himself life he is said to be quickened and receives power over all himself king of all and with god and he was obedient to the father suffered the cross and so on but these things befit the measure of the human nature yet he makes them his own with flesh and fulfils the economy remaining what he was six how christ is one the divine paul writes though there be gods many and lords many in heaven and in earth yet to us one god the father of whom all things and we of him and one lord jesus christ through whom all things and we through him yea and the very wise john said of god the word that all things were made through him and without him was nothing made and the blessed gabriel declared the gospel to the holy virgin saying behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bear a son and shalt call his name jesus since then the divine paul declares that all things were made through jesus christ and the divine evangelist confirms the force of the sentence and preaches that he was god the maker of all things speaking truly and the angel's voice too points out that jesus christ was truly born of the holy virgin yet we do not say that jesus christ was mere man nor do we conceive of god the word apart from his human nature but we say that he was made one out of both as god made man the same begotten divinely out of the father as word and humanly out of woman as man not as though called to a second beginning of being then when he is said to have been born after the flesh but begotten indeed before all ages yet when the time came wherein he must fulfil the economy born also of a woman after the flesh 
therefore albeit others are called by like name christ yet is there one jesus christ through whom are all things not that a man was made maker of all things but that god the word through whom all things were made like as we took part of flesh and blood and was called man yet lost not what he was for so so made in flesh is he rightly understood to be maker of all seven how emmanuel is one once for all in the last ages is god the word said to have been made man and as paul saith was manifested by the sacrifice of himself and what is the sacrifice he offered his own body for us for an odour of a sweet savour to god the father and entered in once into the holy place not by the blood of goats and bulls but by his own blood for so to them who believe on him obtained he eternal redemption therefore very many before him were saints but no one of them was called emmanuel why for not yet had the time come when he was to be with us that is to say to come in our nature through flesh who is superior to every creature one therefore is emmanuel for once was the only begotten made man when he underwent fleshly birth through the holy virgin for it was said to jesus too i will be with thee yet was he not emmanuel he was also with moses yet neither was he called emmanuel as often therefore as we hear the name with us is god given to the son let us wisely conceive that not so was he with us in the last times as he is sometimes said to have been with the saints for with them he was as a helper only but with us he was because he was made like us not losing his own nature for he is unchangeable as god eight what we say the union is union is arrived at in many ways for some severed in disposition and mind and at variance one with another are said to be united in friendly agreement laying aside their differences and we say that things are united which are joined to one another or brought together in other ways either by juxtaposition or mixture or composition when therefore we say that the word of god was united to our nature the mode of union is clearly above man's understanding for it is not like one of those mentioned but wholly ineffable and known to no one of those who are save only to god who knoweth all things and no marvel if we are overcome by such ideas when if we accurately investigate our own matters how they be we confess that the grasp of them is beyond the understanding that is in us for after what mode we conceive that the soul of man is united to his body who can tell but if we who are wont to conceive and avail to speak scantly and with difficulty must form our judgment of things so subtle and beyond understanding and speech 
we say that it will be fit to conceive yet altogether less than the truth is our word that of such sort is the union of emmanuel as one reckons that the soul of man too has with its own body for the soul makes its own the things of the body although in its own nature imparticipate of its sufferings both physical and those brought on it from without for the body is moved to natural desires and the soul which is in it shares the perception thereof by reason of the union but participates in no way yet thinks that the achievement of the desire is its own enjoyment and even though the body be struck by any or be cut with steel it co-grieves its own body suffering yet will itself in its own nature suffer naught of the things inflicted nevertheless above this too do we say that the union is in the case of emmanuel for it were necessary that the soul united thereto should grieve along with its own body that so fleeing the disgrace it might submit a tractable neck to god but of god the word it were absurd to say that he were co-percipient of the contumelies for free from passion is the godhead and not in our condition yet has he been united to flesh possessed of a reasonable soul and when it suffered he was impassibly in cognizance of what befell it and brought to naught as god the infirmities of the flesh yet made them his own as belonging to his own body thus he is said both to hunger and be weary and suffer for us hence the union of the word with the human nature may not be unaptly compared with our condition for as the body is of other nature than the soul yet is one man produced and said to be of both so too out of the perfect person of god the word and of manhood perfect in its own mode is one christ the same god and man in the same and the word as i said makes its own the sufferings of its own flesh because its own is the body and not another's and it shares with its own flesh the operation of the god befitting might that is within it so that it should be able both to quicken the dead and to heal the sick but if we must using examples out of the god-inspired scripture show as in type the mode of the union come let us say it as we are able nine of the coal the prophet isaiah says there was sent unto me one of the seraphim and in his hand a live coal which he took with the tongs from off the altar and he said to me lo this touched thy lips and shall take away thine iniquities and purge thy sins but we say that the live coal fulfils to us the type and image of the incarnate word who if he touch our lips that is to say when we confess the faith himward doth then both make us pure from every sin and free us from the pristine charges against us natheless one may see in the coal as in an image the word of god united to the human nature yet not losing the being what he is 
but rather transelementing what he had taken or united unto his own glory and operation for as fire having to do with wood and entering into it seizes hold of it and removes it not from being wood but transmutes it rather into the appearance and force of fire and inworks all its own property therein and it is now reckoned one with it so shall you conceive of christ too for god united ineffably with the manhood hath kept it what we say that it is and himself hath remained what he was but once united is accounted one with it making his own what is its and himself too introducing into it the operation of his own nature ten that the flesh having a reasonable soul hath become the body of the unembodied godhead and that by severing them one from another we shall wholly and surely undo the plan of the economy in christ in the song of songs our lord jesus christ himself has been introduced to us saying i am the flower of the plain the lily of the valleys as then the smell is something unembodied for it uses as its own body that wherein it is yet is the lily conceived of as one out of both and the failing of one utterly destroys the plan thereof for in the object is the smell and the object is its body so shall we conceive of the nature of the godhead in christ too that it sheds forth on the world the savour of his own more than earthly excellence as in the object his human nature and that the unembodied by nature became by economic union all but embodied also because it will to be recognised through the body for it hath wrought therein things god befitting hence will the unembodied be rightly conceived of as in his own body even as in the flower too the object is the scent yet both together is called lily eleven that the word being co-brought to true union with the human nature the things united have remained unconfused the holy tabernacle was reared by the will of god in the wilderness and in it was manifoldly typified emmanuel the god of all said therefore to the divine moses and thou shalt make an ark of incorruptible wood two cubits and a half its length and a cubit and half its breadth and a cubit and a half its height and thou shalt overlay it with pure gold within and without shalt thou overlay it but the wood that will not rot will be a type of the incorruptible body for cedar does not rot gold as matter surpassing all others will indicate to us the excellence of the divine essence but observe how the whole ark was overlaid with pure gold within and without for god the word was united to the holy flesh in this i deem is it that the ark was overlaid without but that he made his own the reasonable soul also that was within the body will this show as follows that he bade that it should be overlaid within also 
and that the natures or hypostases have remained unconfused shall we see hence for the gold that was spread upon the wood remained what it was and the wood was rich in the glory of the gold yet it ceased not from being wood but that the ark is taken as a type of christ one may be assured of through many proofs for it used to precede them of israel seeking rest for them christ too somewhere says i go to prepare a place for you end of part one